you know, communities get destroyed and like what's offered is like a museum or a documentary or like some dope art or like, you're like, my community has been destroyed. They're like holding a camera to your face to like talk to me. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not like sneak this in artists or like art or like historians and things like those things matter. <laughs> but I think like, you know, um, our goal is to like that to not be the case, mm -hmm. right? I um, mean, that requires us being really clear about what we're doing now and fighting right now. Mm -hmm. You already know, it's your girl Naira and this is Shit Talks. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Shit Talks. Blah, 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 blah. Air horn, air horn, air horn. My name is Naira. I have the pleasure of being y'all host as always. We're gonna be here talking about community benefit agreements. Did I say that correctly? Yeah. Did I leave out any letters? CBAs. We're gonna be talking about the Obama Center. We're gonna be talking about some stuff that's going on out south and the work that these lovely people are doing. But first, who the hell are y'all? My name is Dixon Romeo. <laughs> And I'm here. Beautiful. What do y'all do, Dixon, Romeo, and Kara? Um, we're members of the Obama CBA Coalition. Um, and we're organizing to get a community benefits agreement in the, in the form of a housing ordinance mm -hmm. in South Shore. We are members of Not Me We. Right. Yeah, yeah facts. What, what the hell is a CBA? In the context of, of our campaign or just like in, in general? In general. What yeah. is it? So in general, a community benefits agreement is some sort of um, document, could be legal or not. A community benefits agreement is usually centered around a development, right? And it's around what the developer or the project is going to do to directly, you know, benefit community folks in writing, right? It's mm -hmm. usually around like jobs and like uh, requirements for you know, environmental concern, like whatever the issue is that folks are raising, mm -hmm. um, you know, to connect it to the CBA campaign, originally that was the goal of the um, coalition, right, to get an actual community benefits agreement that the Obama Center, um, the University of Chicago, which is the host of the Presidential Center, mm -hmm. um, and the city of Chicago signed with the community um, centered on not just jobs mm -hmm. or environmental stuff, but also housing, education, and um, and transportation. Um, there, you know, historically, you know, Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor, who at the time was just super cool, awesome, regular Jeanette Taylor, which is not very much of a difference, mm -hmm. right? Like there was a meeting that in 2018 that she went to and she asked the president, former president directly about it. And he was like, I ain't signing that, more or less. Mm -hmm. And so the coalition kind of pivoted then to um, the city of Chicago being responsible to write laws and ordinances that do effectively do the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's kind of been where the campaign has been ever since. So we call, it's still called the CBA Coalition because it's been going on since 2015, right? Like almost a 10 year campaign. But um, what we're actually talking about is, like, is, is a housing ordinance mm -hmm. in city council. So it got filed, the, our, the current version got filed in city council by Alderman Desmini, right, right, um, this September. I think it's called like the South Shore Housing preservation ordinance or something like that but it is the it's all the cba demands so um what's the reason why uh the there's any concern around the obama center being built um the creation of that space why is it that we have to have something come to the community to add or benefit us mm. we pay taxes just like everybody else do why are we getting development without this institution coming right mm -hmm. um and i think that like we value the Obama Center because it's 
the presidential sitting, right? And not mm. necessarily because of the tangible benefits that it would bring. What I'll say is I think that um, you want like the short answer or the long one? Whichever. We got all right. day. <laughs> so in 1776, no, I think like, but no, all jokes aside though, like I think there, this country is set up around the idea of like private property mm-hmm. and the extension of that means like owning, you know, it was originally us, we was the property and then it was all right, we, then it's like people, mm-hmm. buildings. Um, and then, like, the police exists as an extension to protect that, mm-hmm. um, which is why, you know, when you look at, well, I ain't gonna get into all that. But I basically, I think, like, you know, black communities are deprived of essential, like, resources and develop and things that folks need because of, mm-hmm. like, structural racism and mm-hmm. capitalism. And what neoliberalism does, we, we get offered... And this isn't about the Obama Center per se, just like in general, mm-hmm. any type of um, thing as a way to spurn the development or spurn the things that we need. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's two things. Like one, there's an argument about like what actually is an investment, mm-hmm. right? Um, I consider I think a school is a real investment, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think that living next to you know like having environmentally safe neighborhoods is a really good investment, right? Mm-hmm. I think com- community centers, right, or investments, mental health centers, right, like all the mm-hmm. campaigns that go on exactly. in the city now, right? Um, and, you know, I could also make an argument that when it comes to, like, real estate and development stuff, um, you could take the same materials in this building, right, or mm-hmm. somewhere downtown, mm-hmm. and if you drive them out to, like, some random field where nothing's there, you plop them down, the value plummets. So why does the value plummet? Because of the location, the proximity to other things that other people have invested in, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so folks who live in South Shore, folks who live in Woodlawn, Washington Park, have deeply invested in our neighborhoods, right? Like we've made these neighborhoods what they are. And so these folks should be able to stand, if there is benefit, um, they should be able to stay and be a part to it and not be displaced and like have to further additional like burdens or costs yeah. um i lost the point there but well, no, no you didn't i'm gonna spin i'm gonna spin back and say that i think um the concern around the centers that it is it whether they whether whether people want it to or not it creates a speculative force mm-hmm. right so folks who before were not thinking because of it creates it brings more gravity to the area and makes it a new location mm-hmm. right so now things that were not priced at that value, and you could argue they were already undervalued due to the market crash or due to the fact that it's a black neighborhood in the first place. Mm -hmm. But we know that in South Shore, for example, South Shore and Woodlawn are neighborhoods that are overwhelmingly renter neighborhoods. South Shore is like 77%, Woodlawn's like Mm 80-something, right? Predominantly black neighborhoods. South Shore is like 95, Woodlawn's like 85. Mm -hmm. 85%, but despite years of the University of Chicago like gentrifying it, it's still 85% black neighborhood where overwhelming majority of folks struggle to pay their housing, mm-hmm. right? Like over 50% um, of folks in the neighborhood, the whole, over 50% of folks in the whole neighborhood mm-hmm. are spending more than 30% of their income on housing. And so with the Obama Center there, you know, if I own property or if I am looking to, if I'm like in that market, I say, you know, hey, I can now put, this is three blocks, four blocks, one block down the street right next to the Obama Center, and that, that, that gives me some space to raise the price, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so that negatively impacts... People who are already living there. Yeah, everyone who lives there, even if you don't... And I, 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 I really push this with folks who, like homeowners, like even if you um, rent, 
right? Like you're negatively affected by that because it's going to increase your property taxes, exactly. right? And, you know, I think there's like, there's a facade around like the middle class and like black mm -hmm. communities, but like I be knocking on people's doors and they be, have homes and they look nice on the outside. You get in there like, boy, you need yeah. your, your roof leaking a little, you mm -hmm. know, like no shade, right? Yeah. Like, right, it's like... <laughs> You too need this CBA. Yes, like, let's exactly. talk about what's here for homeowners. Don't and fall people, into the illusion. Yeah, like, people, they be yeah. tapped in when I pull the sheet out. They're like, oh, yeah, I need that. I need that. I need that. I'm like, right. You need you need more than people in the parkways. So, like, yeah. I think there's, like, a, a that's the whole thing, and that's what we're trying to address, right? Like, our ordinance is about not only renters, but uh, homeowners and condo owners as well. Yeah. So, you talked about this, like, um, you're touching on this uh folks being pushed out of neighborhoods, right? Something that's very specific to big cities with the demographics like our city, right, is like gentrification, right? Like, which some people think is a lie, like, oh, you know, it's making the neighborhoods better, but we have inside jokes that like, as soon as we see a Whole Foods pop up in a neighborhood, like, they're coming, they're coming, or whatever the case is like, oh, as soon as there's too many Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or something like some, but some type of movement, <laughs> some type of move that too, um, some type of movement is happening, right? And so, when I think about that, right, and we think about this concept of gentrification or this very real thing that's like happening in neighborhoods in Chicago, um, why is it that a housing ordinance is important? Like, why do developers and the city need to be held accountable in this way? Like, how is that specific to Chicago? Like, what's what's gonna happen? Like, how are they gonna push people out? I really think it's more so the city mm -hmm. than like the, because I mean, you can't make develop, like the way that I see it, developers are going to develop. Mm -hmm. They go, like, they're a part of the capitalistic society, a part of the machine, and they're going to do what it do, baby. Mm -hmm. And I think that the city as a government entity um, is accountable to us. Mm -hmm. And I think that because of that accountability, like, um, we as black people have never, ever gotten anything just by asking for it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, we have to put the demands, we have to put the pressure on, like, the people who we give our money to. Because essentially, we pay taxes. And by us paying taxes, it makes you responsible. And all of the documents that our city documents, including the budget, is an accountability document. Like, it's a document that holds you accountable. You said you was going to spend the money on this. Some of the stuff in there, I'm like, why do y'all, I don't know why you spend the money on that. But, you know, if that's what you said you go spend the money on, like, let's see, you know what I mean? Let's see. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that like even and I you're right, like people do pay taxes. And also like some people don't and even without that, they're the city is getting grants from the state or federal right. government mm -hmm. because we have a X amount of poor people that live in the mm -hmm. space, right? So even you just being there kicking it, right, with your voucher mm -hmm. is like adding to right the financial infrastructure of the city. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think like everybody not to say that because your your point you're making is yeah. is real, but it's like I just want to try and expand. Like, it's yeah, everybody, right, is adding value to the city, mm -hmm. right? Like, just by you being alive. Mm -hmm. right? You talked about, like, people being, like, pushed out of those areas when things start getting developed. Like, yeah. how? You know, yeah. I'm not literally asking, but for folks who, like, don't understand how that occurs. Right? Were, it's all good. I mean, so I think there's, like, two pieces, right? So, like, one, South Shore has already been the eviction capital of the um, county, at least since, like, 2010. Mm -hmm. Um, right, so like part of it is like it is baked into the business model mm -hmm. of a lot of these larger real estate companies, right? Like to get people to apply, you pay the application fee, you don't get the money back, whether you get in the unit or not. Mm -hmm. They getting some bread off of you. If you get in there, you in there. Mm -hmm. We don't care about the conditions because like someone else needs a place to stay, yeah. right? Um, WBZ, I think a couple of years ago had a really good 
story that looked at like, you know, by zip code, where are black folks in the city moving to, right? And South Shore is one of those neighborhoods, mm -hmm. right? Like it's relatively cheap. I mean, I hate relatively in terms of like housing costs, but I'll say something about that later. But like, you know, so I think there's all that. The second piece is like gentrification is a process mm -hmm. and it has different stages and it can, re you know, it's it's, uh, it's not linear, right? I can go forward and go back a little bit then jump a little more and then go back, right? The key piece is like housing is the financial infrastructure of the city, mm -hmm. right? The most, the most of the city money is coming from some sort of taxes or in addition to that fines and fees, mm -hmm. right? That's why it's like really easy. The city's got like Department of Zoning, Department of Planning, Department of House. You know, like there's, there's really, there's like whole city council committees yeah. and teams centered around like how can I get you this permit yeah. so you can buy or sell property or so you can flip this or so you can add something to there, right? Like that level of care and service does not exist for the predominantly, right, the, the amount of other stuff that we do mm -hmm. because it brings in money, right? Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't really matter, you know, who the mayor is, like the mayor, the city is going to be making its money off the backs of like housing. Mm -hmm. And so in order to do that, we want, the city wants there to be development, mm -hmm. right? And the city, but at the same time, the city also wants any type of funding it can get to do stuff, right? So that's why you have HUD grants or government programs that even we know they don't work, we like, fuck it, we getting the bread, so let's do it, right? Um, and so you look at neighborhoods, that creates a dynamic, right, where the investment is gonna go to where most of the money is, mm -hmm. wider communities have more money, Right, so with property tax, you know, that's they're gonna look better and different, right? Mm -hmm. Even when you have the concept of TIFFs, which is like, you know, we're going to what does TIFF stand for? Tell people tax increment financing. Mm -hmm. So the city does TIFFs is basically like, you know, we will in, like as taxes increase, we're just gonna use the same amount of money to do stuff in this area, and all the increase will go to the TIFF. Mm -hmm. Whoa, that was that quick. Yeah, that was quick. I felt good. I yeah, that, that was, good. come on now. All right, bet, 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 bet. And so that block of money they'll use for like development or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So. But it's supposed to be for that community still, mm -hmm. but that's not always what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And, there's, and there's an argument that it's bad off rip because if property taxes go to fund governments and schools, even if you're using that slice of the money that is above where you set the mark, right? With inflation, things are going to continue to rise. So you're going to get less service. Yeah. And then also that increase is not going to like the school, yeah. right? So that's why C that's one of the very re not the main, but one of the reasons why CPS is jacked up. Yeah. But anyway, I said that to say like even tools like that that exist, those funds actually don't end up going to things that folks need in those neighborhoods. They go mm -hmm. to develop, you know, fund developments downtown, right? Exactly. Yeah. Which further widens that gap, creates the gap, right? Mm -hmm. So then comes like the business piece, right? Which is like you know, as a, um, anyone who's in business, right, like you, you know, if you want to funnel it down to the simplest, simplest term, like you want to buy low and sell high, right? Like you do, you want to make money, right? Which means you have to charge more than it takes you to make or produce or acquire the thing that you're selling. Um, and so if I could buy a building downtown for a million dollars and then sell it for $1.1 million, I'm gonna make some money, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But what if I could buy a building for $200,000 and sell it for, for $600,000, right? Like that's way more, you know, property market, right? So that, that the market has already created the incentive for gentrification, right? Because it, it's ex exploitation. Mm -hmm. And so when you plop the Obama Center, right, on 62nd and Stony Island, right, everything in the vicinity, right, is now gives me the potential to make more profit than I would elsewhere, even if it's not as luxurious, mm -hmm. even if it's not as big, mm -hmm. 
right? And so in anticipation of that, I say, well, you know, I don't know when the center's done. I don't know when it's going to pop. I'm going to buy this thing and just sit on it, right? I'm not, do I care about the condition? No, because I want to sell it later, right? Do I care if it's vacant? No. Do I care if there are folks selling drugs inside? Like, I don't care, right? Like, I don't even live here. I'm in different time zone. I live in California. I don't care about what's going on in your block, right? So it's like it creates the incentive for things like that to happen. When that is happening, right, the city, instead of offering, like, I'm just rapping, so excuse me if I do. Instead of offering, like, real solutions, what they're going to do is say, well, you know, we need to beautify this block. And we're going to have a grant, and, you know, we're going to fix it up. It's going to be real cool. And we may even let you, if you act right, remember, remember they told you your rights, right? You've got a right to shut up. You know, like, if you act right, we'll let you do the community garden there if you want. We're going we're gonna to tear that shit up later and sell that land to a developer if you want to. But for now, we'll let you do it. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to take pictures with you, too. You know, I'm going to come down, shake your hand. Anyway, so th that that's going on. And um, the value of stuff starts to increase, and eventually, like the value of that land grows, and people land bank, and then they sell it or develop on it, right? Um, or it becomes a dollar lot. Right, or it becomes a dollar lot. Yeah, right. They do things. They do things that don't actually like address the needs of folks, which is like the, the material needs and the cost of living, to invite new folks right into the market to increase, you know, the demand, which further increases the demand. Right. 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 Well, that's like a phase one thing, right? Then the next phase is, you know, that, that can oscillate a couple times. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you get to a point where there's some reassessment on the tax base in the neighborhood or the property tax. I'm like, oh, it's increased. And then you get the real kind of like jump, right? And then it's like those, even those first wave folks get pushed out, right? Like I think we've seen this in like Logan Square and Wicker Park where mm -hmm. there's like a, there's a wave of folks who are not from Logan Square or Wicker Park who moved there between like 2015 and like 11 or whatever, who cannot afford to be there now, right? Yeah. Because of it's gone through that cycle, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so this is like informal, you know, we're just talking it out, but I think like that speaks to the layers of the process. And there are so many steps in the, the examples we laid out where the city could intervene, mm -hmm. right? But they don't. And so that's really a lot of the stuff that's in the ordinance, right? Like what are the programs in place to prevent that, right? And there's like, 20 we could read the list if you want I'm not gonna do it right now but you know like <laughs> the goal like that's the kind of the goal behind it um so yeah that's what gentrification looks like right it looks like closing schools right um which they did in 2015 right um mm -hmm. schools hold people in neighborhoods mm -hmm. let populations increase right it looks like neglect mm -hmm. um it looks like over policing and police violence right which also you know, it's not something we talk about in the CBA campaign because we focus on housing, but like, I, Dick Cerrone, I'm just naming that, like, mm -hmm. you know, over-policing does make you, like, it's dangerous over here. I don't want to be here, so you leave, right? Mm -hmm. um, it looks like not And that danger is also coming from the literal police. Yeah, it's coming yeah. from, it's, it's, yeah. <coughs> University of Chicago. <laughs> <coughs> right, right. It looks like um, supporting programs that either don't work or only benefit, um, those who are lucky enough to have the right amount of means, right, and not like the whole community, like those, that's what gentrification looks like. It looks like a neighborhood where we know there's a, like an eviction housing crisis and we're not, the city doesn't build up infrastructure or the state, right, or the federal government to address that, right? It looks like letting HUD and public housing deteriorate. It looks like selling public housing land when we know we need it. We need yeah, in, in a moment where we have thousands of people coming into the city that have no place to go, we are mm -hmm. selling land that should be for public housing. Mm -hmm. And so not, not new arrivals don't get it, niggas don't, like no one gets it. Yeah. Um, I know that. And now 
right, and I know niggas is new arrivals too. I know like folks be like, well, they're Haitian. Like I know, I know all that. I'm just saying, like in general, the yeah. general narrative. Um, so that's what gentrification looks like. It looks like the everyday process the city of Chicago goes through right now, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's real. That's very real. That's so what? No, you. <laughs> why are you? It's called shit talk. So yeah, you're yeah. talking. If you wasn't talking, I would be like, for sure, we'd just be sitting here and be crickets, and they'll be like, all right, for sure. Well, this has been another episode of shit talks. <laughs> I'm like, he didn't even talk. He just sat there and just looked at me. Bro. It was weird. Um, <laughs> um, so I want to ask, um, first of all, thank you so much for that information. I think it's very important to have that context because I think a lot of people, um, they think that like gentrification is another one of those like buzzwords or things that are not like, you know, I often hear a lot of people say like, why is this a bad thing? Why is this a bad thing? Like, oh, people just say gentrification is a bad thing because they want people to keep selling drugs on the corner of that street. Like, no, actually, like there are very real problems that people are facing that are not being remedied. And instead of those problems being remedied or invested in, they're just like, you know, it's kind of how you ever seen um, somebody put a paper plate over a hole on a wall and then paint over it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they do. Like real crazy landlords. They'll put a paper plate on a wall and you know what I'm saying? Or if there's an actual hole in the wall, you just fill it with putty and then paint over it. Like that's what it feels like. Yeah. Um, the paper plate. I'm a little too ghetto. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen a lot of shit, but I've never seen a paper plate. Not sure. You might not, not know yet. it's a paper plate. Not yet. You might not know it's a paper plate, but once you know that I'm going people to do that. Tomorrow, I might see it. Yeah. Once you know people do that, you can't unsee it. And then you'll look and see something on the wall. You'll be like, that is a paper plate. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I also think that it's crazy that, you know, I'm, my heart is always going to forever be broken by those streets being cut down. Um, but I think that, like, it's a, not to say, like, oh, it's a motif for blah, 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 or make it some type of metaphor. But genuinely speaking, there's this, like, we don't ever get nothing without, like, having to, like, go through great loss, yeah. right? Like, why why do we have to, ha- like, lose something that's such a great resource environmentally, you know what I'm saying, like, as far as, like, just the general beauty of the neighborhood, but even literally, like, thinking about tons of, like, air pollutants being taken out of the air by those trees, and now that's, like, gone in an area where, like, the rates of asthma are so high. Like, why do we always have to lose something to get something else, and why why do white people don't have to lose something? Y'all would have found somewhere else to build it. Or find found a way to replace that resource. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I think that speaks to that as well, um, which is why, I mean, it goes without saying that the ordinance that y'all are working on is super important. So I want to know what some more of those things that are within that ordinance. I think you touched on a few of them, but like, what are some like asks that are in this ordinance? Some homeowner improvement grants, or it gives them money to like help them pay to get their houses prepared mm-hmm. and condos. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where like a lot of the money is going to that. Um, there's two, so the one is the, the aero pilot, right? So um, for anything that's developed in the neighborhood that basically requires a percentage of the stuff is affordable, mm-hmm. right? Um, one thing we've seen is that landlords may let a building deteriorate or buy a building, right? Mm-hmm. Get city money or get, you know, zoning permits, you know, or get, blah, 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 get permits, right, to do some major internal stuff push folks out up the price, right? Well, all right, if you're going to buy the building, like, you have to maintain some affordability mm-hmm. in that, right? There's a demand around having um, affordable housing be, be a part of, oh, you all good, be a part of, um, it's like inception, like, it's a Zoom moment, but we know. Um, <laughs> getting um, city-owned vacant lots, which there are not as many as in Woodlawn, but a nice amount in South Shore, 
you know, you can build a nice restaurant on the first floor. You can have, you know, your clothing shop, your kind like whatever you want on the first floor. But if there's more stuff there, like that should be affordable, right? Like it's pretty straightforward mm -hmm. stuff, right? Um, in terms of tenant protections, right? Um, ban on moving fees, application fees, um, because we've just seen those be deeply, one, discriminatory, right? Because it's like, I may charge you, you know, Five hundred dollars for your application fee, but you know she was you know friendlier with me, so I'm gonna give her three. Right, it's, it's like inherently bad, but also like money that you pay that you're not getting back. Yeah. Um, that like and then like some of the moving fees, um, that we've heard about and researched in other neighborhoods are just crazy, mm -hmm. right? Like you know, why am My I paying five hundred? How much was your moving fee? Do you want me to tell you? Just say it, yeah. It was like a thousand some dollars. Right. So yeah, to move in. Yes, yeah. so to move. Point. I was like, to move. You you paying for the move? Is where the money going? <laughs> right. There ain't no deposit. You want that's and that's yours and it's done. Like. Yeah. Right. And and so to put that in context, right? The median income in the neighborhood is like thirty, is a little under thirty. Or, or I think there's a new thing that came out a couple months ago, so it might be like thirty now because there's some gentrification happening already. Mm -hmm. Like that's a if you make thirty thousand dollars, that's the median income. A thousand dollars just to move in. That's not the rent. Um, it's cr no. I'm you know what I'm saying? Crazy. Like, and so when we're talking about, you know, parents who send their kids to O'Keefe, Robert A. Black, Parkside. You know what I'm saying? South Shore Fine House, James Madison. You know, I can name all the schools, right? Like, think about all the other expenses people have in their life. I mean, I know, I know you, you literally did because you yeah. was there. It was you, mm -hmm. um, but like. That's as as wild. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, we we we, get, we gotta stop that. Yeah. <laughs> um. There's you know tenant opportunity to purchase. So if they're, you know, if you are renting, because a lot of folks rent condos in South Shore, mm -hmm. right? South Shore is seventy seven percent rental, rental, but there are a lot of units that folks rent from that are a, owned by a company or an individual. Right. You know, your auntie, your friend. Um. And you know, if someone's gonna sell it, you should know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um. And you should have. Right, to be able to buy it. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so to pair with that, right, we have programs we're offering for that offer to help folks with some of that down payment assistance, mm -hmm. right? Because it's like you can have the right to try and get it, but the reality I is you need something to help you meet that, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so... And it's crazy if you've, like, shown that you are a good renter or whatever the case is, this should be, like, a pathway <clears throat> to be well, able to, like... Yeah, and I think, it. like, you know, there are folks who I, I, I know... It, who are in a very small group of folks who are against the ordinance, haven't read it. You know, we meet with them, they haven't read it again. <laughs> and they're like, y'all, you like, you gotta promote home ownership. And what I'm what we just talked about it literally is, is right? Like yeah. if you were a renter and you got the opportunity to buy via this ordinance to get a chance to buy something, that's then you home become ownership. Owner, right. Is that not home ownership? And you stop displacement. I'm like, yeah. yeah, there are ways to promote. Because otherwise, if the person wants to sell the condo and the person who they sell it to does not want to rent it, they want to live in it, then you don't have nowhere to live. Right, and then you are displaced, exactly. right? I'm, like, I'm very clear with folks, like, our goal is zero displacement. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you. I'm like, yeah, I really mean zero. Yeah. Like, nobody. Yeah. What about the nobody? Yeah. Even the, nobody. <laughs> like, that's that is the goal. So, um, yeah. I can keep going through the ordinance, but I think I think we've given enough flavor for folks to understand. Like, mm -hmm. you check it out at thank you southshorecba dot org, right? No, it's dot com. Dot com. No, it is dot org. Dot org. Obama CBA dot org. So, how do people like support y'all like fight for this housing ordinance? Like, what's where y'all at with it right now, and what does it look like for folks to be like, you know, what's what's going on? But 95% of the fifth ward support, 92% right. 
of the fifth ward supported our referendum. Mm-hmm. Across um, 14 places, that's not the whole fifth ward, but the parts that are South Shore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Woodlawn. Well, the parts that are in South Shore. Mm-hmm. In Woodlawn. In Woodlawn. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go to the website <laughs> yeah. that we named it before, yeah. obamacv.org, yeah. yeah. and you... It's going to appear somewhere here. Yeah, right, yes. right there. <laughs> somewhere you here. You can punch your... Let's all point at it. You can there punch, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. punch your info in there, um, mm-hmm. and somebody will follow up with you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also Not Me Weed's page on Instagram um, that you can... Not yeah. Right there. Mm, yeah, right there. Yeah. It's that here again. Thank you. Into. Sorry if this is messing up where you normally um, want to put the text at, but this yeah. is where it's going to be this time. Yeah. It's, <laughs> exactly. Um, we have a teaching, uh, gentrification teaching and orientation. Uh, oh, God. December 17th at South Shore Library um, from. A time that's gonna be right yeah, here. Yeah, the time's gonna be right here. It's from, it's from, it's from, it's from, it's from, it's from two to three thirty. From two to three thirty, I did. It's from two to three thirty. It's from two to three thirty. And if not, honestly, you can call me at. Five five five. Yeah, five five. Yeah, I think if you if you follow the page, you can also DM the Instagram page. I have people message us on the Facebook page. Uh, the people, socials. Make, make Facebook. People, 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 Send it to Monty. No, listen, that's real. Yeah, but no, but seriously <laughs> though, when I first, um, I was about to say when I first, when my, when my family first came to this country, we lived in South Shore, right? And like, I think um, an interesting thing that my dad like described to me when we were shorties was like the idea of gentrification without having the language for it mm-hmm. and being like, this wasn't here before and this was here before and this wasn't here before and this was. And I have a friend mm-hmm. whose family owned a house in South Shore that would not sell before, that now somehow has sold. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there yeah, she blew. There was, a, there was somebody who called and asked about um, our family house, about buying it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, no, man, let me. Oh. I was like, how? He was like, well, what do you want for it? I was like, a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, a billion, trillion, million. And, and, he, and he was like, are you sure? Are you sure that's what you want? I was like, all right, a billion point five. Like, what <laughs> the, 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 you know, like, Don't so yeah, that's happening, like, to folks. All the time, like people get mail, phone calls about it, um, and that speaks to, I think, like your experience today. Like over time, it's like this is not a new mm-hmm. phenomenon. Like, I'm talking I, about he came here in the seventies. Yeah, like, the place I used to live doesn't exist anymore, and neither is the place I used to first live. So right, that's real. right, 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 yeah. right. And I think that like there's a connection between that and like you know all the stuff we were naming before. Like mm-hmm. there is a cycle, right? Like you can go down the street up here and go. To, to Greeny Green, right? People used to yeah. live there. People used to live across State Street, right? Yeah, um, and I think, like, you know, communities get destroyed, and, like, what's offered is, like, a museum or a documentary yeah, or, like, some dope cool. art. Oh, or, like, you're like, my community has been destroyed. They're, like, holding a camera to your face and, like, talk to me. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, like, sneak dissing artists or, like, art or, like, historians and things. Like, those things matter. <laughs> but do. I think, like, you know, um, our goal is to like that to not be the case, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that requires us being really clear about what we're doing now and fighting right now. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, we already showed once again, but if you missed it, this is where you can support at here are the handles and the website. Please like just using you. There it is. <laughs> just using you as an example. Like everybody has their own calling right and everybody has their own ways that they can show up for their communities or whatever the case nobody's saying that you need to go out there and stay on the front line and you know what i'm saying get all type of stuff but like 
if you feel passionate or led to, you know what I'm saying, be involved with the things that are going on in your community, like, you know, make that move, you know, and, and, and get involved. Some of the stuff you can do, we're going to find yeah. something. Yeah, we're going to find something for you. Not me, but them. <laughs> Not me, we. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not me, we. Yeah, they right there. Period. Um, beautiful. Thank y'all so much for chopping up with us. Please make sure y'all support that ordinance and please pay attention to what's going on in your neighborhoods because even if you don't give a damn, it's still going to affect you. So, Give a shit. Oh my gosh. Hello. Stop. Give a shit. Once again, y'all, my name is Naira. This has been another episode of Shit Talks. Peace. Ooh.